Okay, we're live. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Good morning. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Hooray. We made it to the week. <laughs> How's your Friday going? How's your week going? Your Friday just started. Did it start well? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> I say that as I realize I only have one earbud in. <laughs> You're dressed. I am dressed. And I put in earrings. Uh, I know. They look really nice, by the way. Oh, they're my really fun earrings. My gosh. I love them. Yeah. When Wait, I, have I don't know if I would actually see now you're pushing me outside of my comfort zone, Allison. I would wear those to like go out to a fancy dinner, but you're wearing them with a t-shirt. That's the point. Like yeah. all, all I had time was to grab a t-shirt. <laughs> and, and so I was like, well, what can we do with it? <laughs> I do think that like earrings are like the work blazer of the pandemic. Like I as long as you have on earrings, you're like working. <laughs> so true. It's so true. It dresses it all up. It's all you need. <laughs> I wish I had some earrings. Oh, wait, I have one. Can we do one? Hold on. Yeah. So part of my problem is like I put in these fun earrings, but then I have earbuds. And yeah, I know. Well, you know what else messes up earrings? Masks. <laughs> no joke. I have one earring. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. You kind of like brush your hair on the other, like put it in front of your other ear, and then and then yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> Excellent. It's also like not hanging, right? Because it's supposed to. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I feel like my ears were pierced wrong when I was 13. And so none of my earrings really hang right. They're always like this instead of more like. like oh, so you think they were pierced like like the wrong way? Well, I just think they weren't totally in the, the a great spot. Like maybe they're a little bit off in, from the center. So, so does your daughter there. have pierced ears? She doesn't, you know, she's been asking for two years and we actually told her that she could. And then we just never have. <laughs> um, so can I just share my experience? And this might shed some light onto why you feel like your earrings are like your ears weren't pierced. Right. So when I took, so my girls have like, oh, first of all, Anastasia's got like tons of like holes. I mean, <laughs> she has asked for earrings and like piercings since she was, you know, very young and um, is constantly negotiating like another piercing, even though the last one that she got, the the negotiation with her father was no more piercings until you move out of the house. And now, of course, she got her like cartilage pierced, right? Now, of course, she's trying to renegotiate that negotiation because she wants to get like a little tiny like nose ring. And like, I don't care. I, I'm like, whatever. If you want to go through that pain and like... <laughs> Pierce yourself, like you can always take earrings out, right? Like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like holes close. It's like not a big deal. But it, for some people, it is a big deal. Anyway, I took Stella to get her ears pierced when she was whatever, young, right? Like she wanted earrings. I'm like, okay, you know, for her birthday, it was a present. Okay, so her earlobe was like so tiny. It was like the size of like this eraser. I swear to God, when they like sat her down, they're like... They're, they're like, I've never seen such a small <laughs> earlobe. And I'm like, just aim for the middle, you know? <laughs> so maybe that's what happened to you also. There's not a lot of space to work with. <laughs> There's not a lot of space when you're younger. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> the tiniest of earlobes. I Do you have other piercings? I got my belly button pierced when I was in high school and mm. made my mom cry. <laughs> wait is it still pierced or did you let it close up it doesn't really close <laughs> I thought the same thing I was like oh I'm not getting a tattoo save that till late 30s but so <laughs> I was like oh that'll you know that's something I can always change my mind about and um and it, like it's still kind of visible there I bet that I could like reopen it easily if I wanted to Okay, so maybe in the comments, I have had other piercings, but they have closed. You guys can guess where where I had two more. Okay, I had my my ears are pierced, mm -hmm. right? I had. Oh, I'll tell you, one was my I had my cartilage pierced when I was in college, which, mm -hmm. by the way, hurts a uh -huh. lot for a long painful. time. Okay, it's very painful. You guys in the comments can guess where I had another piercing. It's not something like inappropriate. So. <laughs> 
was like, <laughs> what kind of guessing are we doing? <laughs> but I think the hardest part of me saying yes to my kids getting piercings is that I have to then take them because their father won't because he's like totally opposed to it. And do you know how hard it is to watch your child like, like go through that pain? Yeah. You know, so I'm like closing my eyes and trying to be the strong one, right? And I'm like, oh, oh, it's so terrible. Yeah. Not well, my tongue, Heather. Nope. Not not my nose, Dana. <laughs> I haven't, um, I haven't really like so it's like she she asked for it and then like she kind of forgets about stuff too. And then it's like, wait, you said that I could do that. And we're like, oh yeah. And then we just like didn't do haven't done it. But part of it is because I just anticipate there being infections and like things that we have to take care of because like she has glasses and we've lost two pairs and she's had them in like a short amount of time. Right. So I just feel like, do you really want the maintenance? Do you, do you really want to take care of this right now? After Stella got her little tiny earlobes pierced, they did get infected because she's so headstrong and would not let anyone touch them or anyone do it. And she wouldn't take care of it. It was like, you know, it was a constant battle. I really should have known better. So they closed up because they got all infected, right? But she was she was younger. She was like five-ish. And then we re-pierced them. <laughs> so I had to go through that whole thing again. <laughs> She's like, I promise, I promise, I promise. And actually, now she does, like, she takes very good care of her earrings. And she actually makes, she has a little business sell, making and selling earrings. She makes really, really cute epoxy, not epoxy, resin, like resin earrings. They're like really cool. Uh, maybe I'll find them and bring how did them. She learn how to do that. That is sounds like something right up Ella's alley. Oh my gosh, it's like a it's you just get the epoxy mix and then you get like the molds and then you just like you know mix it, put pour it into the mold, add the coloring. I'm gonna text her and see if she'll That's bring the cool. in here. They are oh, really yeah. cool. Um, That's really cool. So okay, good morning everyone. Hi, Karen. We have a lot of guesses. <laughs> oh yes, so somebody did guess correctly. It was my eyebrow. I had my eyebrow pierced right here. And it has totally closed up um, for what it's worth. So, <laughs> all right, let me. It's really painful to me. I didn't hurt at all. Really? I, I mean, I don't really remember, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> I find that really painful things. You don't remember the pain after, like you know, having a baby. Like you just forget. Like, and that's why you have another child because if I know <laughs> how much childbirth sucks. You would never have another child, but like you just forget. You just you know. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, it was all wonderful from what I remember. Exactly. <laughs> and you're back in the middle of it and you're like, oh, yeah, this, this sucks big time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I have my voice back to Facebook user. Um, Heather says, I've got seven ear piercings. I was a crazy teenager. But like, if that's the extent of your crazy teenagerness, like, I don't think that that's that crazy, right? <laughs> well done. <laughs> Stella, you want to here? So we have the earring maker right here. We're just talking about your like super tiny earlobes and getting your ears pierced. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Stella. Hi. Hi. And I was telling everyone that you have a business making earrings. Oh, so cool. Oh, yeah. We got to bring them a little closer. Like, aren't they neat? Oh, and that is so cool. <laughs> so, it's, you got it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Do you want to bring a couple more examples in? Yeah, but do they need to have these in them? No, that's okay. Uh, good. I've been wanting to put on some earrings. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this shape a lot. This is a good shape. Aren't these cool? And they're just like they're just made out of resin, right? Is that what it is, Stella? Resin? Yeah. No resin. Yeah. It's just resin. Yeah. This is so fun. Isn't it so fun? My daughter would she, love she, it. She makes money selling earrings to her friends because they're like so, here, I'll show you the, hope you got to go the other way. Yeah, aren't they oh, so neat? Wow. They actually, they look like glass, but they're just totally resin. Oh, those are so neat. So, Stella, where can people find you if they are interested in purchasing? Your On Instagram and TikTok um, at resjewels101. Res Jewels 101, right? So, I don't know, aren't they so cool. cool? That is so fun. Like, most of the time, close your ears for a second. Most of the time, when the kids tell me, Oh, I'm going to start a business selling my crafts, I look at the crafts and I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think that's a great idea, but we might need to perfect this a little bit if you actually want to get sales. But 
this one, this is the first time that Stella has like wanted to start a business selling something and actually created something that I think is very sellable. Oh, so, yeah, very sellable. Right? Wouldn't you buy those? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're totally. so neat looking and you can like customize them. And anyway. No, I'm not taking custom orders. Oh, sorry. She's not taking any custom orders. Because it takes too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. They that just they look awesome. like yes, but they're not. And they're super lightweight, which I also you see now. Are look at Allison's earrings. Allison, can you see? Oh, Aren't wow. those cool? Yeah. Are those heavy? Um, I mean, no, not really. Not really. Yeah, because that's the thing that always I can't do heavy, you know? I can't either. Yeah. That's why these are like really big, but like they feel like nothing. That's, <laughs> right. that's my favorite. Exactly. <laughs> the ones that are like feathery and like this, like you have nothing, but they're very like substantial. I like, really like feathers. I like to put fe like put earring things on feathers and wear those. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, the reason that she doesn't have an Etsy shop is because you need to be 13 and she's no, only 12. You need to be 12, but you need to have be 18 to have the bank account. Right. So there's a tax implication to having your own business, which is another thing that we're learning about in our households. Mm -hmm. um, you know, <laughs> so if you're going to sell on a major platform, you have to actually like pay taxes. No, no, just deduct the taxes from your payment. Oh, it's just, it's just so easy. So <laughs> it's res. So it's, she's on Instagram I don't and think, TikTok and TikTok. I don't think that many of my users are TikTok users. You should download TikTok. <laughs> Although it, it might um, distract you from decluttering. <laughs> me. <laughs> TikTok is a black hole. When I open TikTok, I'm gone from the world for hours. Oh, me too. <laughs> there, Jess, I think you can put her website on a little banner here. Oh, okay. Well, she doesn't have a website, but she or is on her, her handle. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. So what is it? You're on Instagram, your res jewels, right? Yeah. 101? No, no. Yes, the jewels. Oh, J-E-W-L-S. <laughs> yeah. So it's new spelling. It's new age spelling. <laughs> Res Jules 101. 101. 101. 101. 101. Okay. Um, that's on Instagram. It's the same on TikTok. And it's the same on TikTok. Okay. So I can put this. There you there. go. Hello. <laughs> yes. You're so official now. <laughs> I was I also telling everyone on a previous podcast that you're very into makeup now. And it looks very pretty. It does look really good. Yeah, you got to go the other way. It's real confusing. I don't like it. Now. I know. I know. <laughs> Never in the screen correctly. Very nice, Stella. My goodness. You're just Thank you. growing up so much. I know. She really is. She starts seventh grade in a week. What? Are you serious? Oh my gosh. It's only five days. Five days. Counting oh, down the minutes. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is awesome. We'll have so much fun. That's a that's a whole <laughs> cool time of life. <laughs> She's on the fence about how much fun it is. <laughs> I don't like the other children. <laughs> that? That. No, you can be totally honest. Allison is a mindset coach. Maybe she can help you rethink this. No, I just don't like them. So <laughs> She doesn't care for other children. It's a problem. It's other not. other people it's your age, problem. just like anybody your age. Yeah, they're not as mature. Mm. Well, they that food on their face. <laughs> well, I mean, that would make sense if someone's walking around with food on your face. You feel a little bit like okay. Yeah. But maybe you can think of like positive things about the other kids. Oh, there isn't. Stella, <laughs> this is what I have to deal with, Allison. How would you, as a mindset coach, help a mother and daughter team? <laughs> I don't mean both. <laughs> so, so is there anything about the other people your age that is somewhat tolerable or intolerable? No, no really, Stella. Seriously, no, there really isn't. You, you have, have friends? Um, well, they're kind of all blocked on social media, so no. <laughs> They're dumb, but they they don't go to my school. Gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So there's they're gymnastics. She has gymnastics friends. So when you first met them, did you think the same things about them? No. You just thought they were super cool right away. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they're all on like a highly competitive team. So mm-hmm. I think that that is like a self-selecting group of kids who have to be, who have to want to do that level of commitment, right? So they're, I would say, slightly more mature. A lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Than just the average other seventh grader who's like, you know, do you guys do spitballs? Do the kids in school do like shoot spitballs? I mean, that's what I think of when I think of a middle schooler. Like, <laughs> um, well, I don't, do you even know what spitballs are? Well, we didn't really have the chance with masks. Right. <laughs> no spitballs. Oh, good, good, right. So, so what about like the thing about school is that, yeah, you're around the other kids all the time, but it's not like you really have that much time. I mean, most of the time you're well, in then the group projects. Oh my. Oh, the group really projects. Group projects. She doesn't like working in groups because People the other kids think don't. I'm too bossy, <laughs> but they just aren't good. Oh. Following okay. her instructions. And then, the, <laughs> and then the teachers think that I don't do my best on the work because I can type fast because I'm always done like, 500 classes before everyone else because I can type it faster. So what? So they 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 accuse you of not doing your best? Yes. But then oh. they give you 100. Yeah, but like so... don't accuse me in class and make me read it five times. Hmm. I already did. <laughs> yeah. What if you just know that like, yeah, they're going to say stuff, but I already know that I've got this and they're going to give me 100, so it's, it's okay. Oh, I don't really care about them. Okay. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> What do you care about? My earrings. Yeah, your earrings. Okay. Yeah, so this is what our days are like in this household. (laughs) So, so Stella, something that I always live by and that I always coach people on is the idea that no matter where we are in life, there's something there for us. So even if like you don't really like the people you're around and you don't love how the whole thing operates, it can almost kind of be like this game and you can kind of be like, ha, I'm in a game nobody even knows about, but like there's something here that you're doing and I'm going to make a game out of it because you're kind of just a pawn in my game. What can I get out of this situation? What's here for me? And it can be kind of fun to look at things that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of growth in being in a miserable situation that you don't like. Yeah, tons like, of growth. Thank goodness that I give you this opportunity to grow every single day by sending you to school. <laughs> Mom, it's a law. It's <laughs> not giving you credit for that. <laughs> that has been my excuse as winter in the past. I'm like, they're gonna come find me if I don't if you don't show up at school, so you have to go. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, there's so many people. Look, so many people are resonating with you, Stella. Yeah, people don't like children. No, no, no. no that's no. not what they're saying. They're saying that their daughters have the same or their kids have the same struggles mm-hmm. that you have. You're not alone, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which way do I go? You got to go that way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, College is going to be awesome for Stella. High oh, school. Oh, I can't be- wait to move out. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All right, this has been fun. I'm actually going to move in with my sister when she goes. Oh no, she's not going to college. Well, okay. She's taking a gap year. Damn it. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Thanks oh, for bye. coming on, Stella. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to have seen that piece of your life. <laughs> every day, every day. <laughs> she is going to be a force in the world. She already is. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> she already is. And like the interesting thing, and you know, well, everyone has their own life experience, right? And their own like thing. But so Stella is very petite. And people seriously underestimate her because they think she's so much younger than she actually is. So then it's like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm so not talking great. about you. <laughs> she like needs her own like platform. 
Oh my gosh. No, she's got her TikTok is extremely active. She has a platform, really? it's TikTok, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> so I she just, knows like how to, I, I feel like I get on TikTok and I'm like, I don't know how to actually use it as a platform for myself other than no, neither do I. I have no idea. But like apparently it's super easy since you know. 12 year olds have no problem posting <laughs> videos a day. <laughs> so amazing. Oh my God, Tammy, oh, every time you post something about your daughter, I always feel like there's a, I can totally relate. Yep. <laughs> People chew up the world and spit it out. <laughs> I feel like I live in a household of four extremely strong personalities, right? Like everyone in this household, even our dogs have very strong personalities. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> Allison, um, let's talk about you now. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk you about me. What should we talk your about? first week or your first couple of days of homeschooling, or you're in the middle of your first couple of days. Yeah. So, how's that going? So we started on Wednesday because I was not starting before September. Right, right. <laughs> I whenever I want. Um, the school they went to last year has already been in session for like two weeks, over two weeks. Um, and so it was actually like such a fun experience. I am, I am literally so excited about this. Partly, incredible. I know, I know. Partly because I already knew that there was going to be like a lot of drama and there was going to be a lot of like interpersonality stuff. Like I already knew all this and I've, I've had enough coaching now where I'm like, yes, bring it on. Like we can do this. And honestly, it was, it was literally so much fun. And my, I think everybody's had enough time to kind of just like, let it be in the back of their minds to kind of be preparing themselves. So my boys walked into my room on um, Wednesday morning, because I'd been telling him like, September 1st is when we're starting. And they're like, good morning, teacher. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love this. I love you. So great. And we got into the first things that we did um, were some, so I'm following a curriculum that I can um, that combines a lot of subjects and that I can do with all of them at once. So like geography and um, a lot of like world cultural stuff. It's like a lot of the things are combined together. It doesn't have math in it. It doesn't have language arts in it, but a lot of the other stuff it does. And so we just like got out this huge map that I bought. That's like also like kind of like a tapestry, which is really cool. And we were talking about the different eco zones and how they were separated by the barriers of the oceans and like identifying all that. And I was like, partly this is so much fun because I feel like I don't know anything about, <laughs> about anything. Like I either just like got through school, just like trying to study the, to the test or whatever, or I just didn't pay attention. I think that's probably also part of it. Like just being a little bit like, like oblivious. So now I, with my fully formed adult brain, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like I, now I can like visualize all this stuff again that I hadn't necessarily before. So we all just had so much fun. It was so good. I do think geography is cooler as an adult. Like, it is. <laughs> it is really cool. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the world. I because I, I get in this place where I'm like, kind of just even forget, you know, you know, it's this whole big world, and there's like all these places and all these other people groups and all this stuff, and just not really like, you know, when you don't when you're just living your everyday life, you're not really thinking about it. So that was really cool. And um, and then Thursday we started math. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we learn all of that also. Like, know, was like, <laughs> <laughs> Straight down. <laughs> because but I knew I expected it. I expected it because um math well, so my oldest two are really close in age. They're just like um they're 16 and a half months apart. But um my daughter is the oldest and she's the one that's much more like me, who just like cannot see math like math is so much like its own language and I could never see it like my whole life. I still do these little tricks where I have to like count the numbers when I'm you asking. nine thing, like when you do nine times tables, do you do that? Uh, no, I, I was, no, do but I think I know what you're, you're talking, talking like about. Nine times three is 27. I still do it for every single nine times table. I have to like use my fingers, like underneath the table. I'm like, oh, nine times four is 36. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, 
I still do this. Um, I was taught this little dot system. So when I like they're like how many dots could be placed on like the number nine, like you could have nine dots and I would still, I will still count them sometimes like around Wait, the number. Like, How does that go? What's the so, dot system? Well, it's, it's just like a way to visualize when you're so, how can I draw this for you? <laughs> I'm draw this for you, but then you're right. not going to be able to see it. In the comments, let us know what, like, are you awesome at math or do you still do little tricks to like, are you still counting when you should be multiplying? <laughs> I, I honestly, I think I, what I'm realizing now is that I never learned mental math. So I, because I'm such a visual person and this is how my daughter is too. So I have to like see things. And, um, and so I, there's a part of it that I was like, never really learned how to kind of like break the part, the numbers in my mind and put them together to make it easier. So anything with nines in it is just like <laughs> eights and nines. Are like, I can't do it. <laughs> so do you mean the touch math for the dot system? Is that it, what that is? It might be. It's like, I actually like count the amount of numbers on the number itself. It's like a visual thing about it, but it's slower. It's slower because it's basically like compensated for the fact that I don't have it just off the top of my head. So my daughter has a lot of this same stuff as me. And I actually had her tested for dyslexia a couple of years ago. Um, so she has some cognitive neuro differences. And when I read a lot of the stuff that she has, I'm like, I have all this. There's a term for this. <laughs> it's like everything, <laughs> low working memory, low fluid memory, reasoning, like this is a thing. Like this is why I struggled so much in school. So I, I kind of knew that that was going to be a thing um, because she gets really just like melted down, like all the drama comes out and it's like, I can't do it. And also it's some review stuff. So there was this whole thing about like, you're treating me like a first grader. <laughs> this is, this is, this is like, I'm way beyond this. You're not in the right curriculum. And I was like, just, it's, it's review. I, it's a sixth grade <laughs> curriculum. Like, just, just let me follow it. You're like, we're all reviewing. I need the review. Like, this isn't just for you. <laughs> this is for me too. But it was good actually, because like, I knew that was kind of, kind of be that way. So we got like the first day, like, just like that done kind of, um, tried out. And then Chris, my husband is really good with math. And so he's going to be helping with concepts um, he has a different schedule than me though. So it's always like, are you going to like, what time of the day are we going to doing math? <laughs> not, not 10 <laughs> o'clock at night, I hope, because that's not going to work. But, um, for right now and some of this easier stuff, I'm just kind of leading the way. So he, he came in about like, uh, halfway through and he was talking to her and working with her just on mentally getting her back into it and giving her some incentives. So I think that that helped and seemed to work. So we did some math this morning and it was okay. So I have high hopes. You're co-parenting and you're co-teaching. Yeah. That is impressive, Allison. I know. <laughs> I know. It is. I would never consider doing that with my husband ever. Well, I have to be. <laughs> I am so impressed right now. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think that's one of the things that, that made me get even more excited about homeschooling is Chris is really good at math and he just acts like a big kid when it comes to science. Like he wants to do all the KiwiCo and all those STEM activities with them too. So they're just going to have a lot of fun with that. In the math, he's just, he, he speaks the language of math. Like he can see it totally in ways that I can't. <laughs> so I feel like in that tag team aspect, that's going to work really well. The rest of it, I'm pretty much in charge of. Right, right, right. Like all structural things. Everything I'm, else. <laughs> I'm a structured person. <laughs> Kids need a structure. So, yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you my cool science experiment of the week? Yeah, please do. Okay. So, Carter brought in this super long caterpillar, and I thought it was a tomato hornworm, which I don't know if you know what those are, but they're like these super long, like, crazy caterpillars that take out whole tomato plants in like one bite, right? Oh my gosh. But I have this app on my phone, which is called, I have one app for um, identifying plants. It's called Picture This. It's freaking amazing. Like it, it's Ooh. free. You take a picture of any plant anywhere and it gives you exactly what the plant is, all the information to care for it. Like, is it invasive? Is it, you know, whatever. It's amazing. 
So they have another app called Insect This. It's the same like company, right? And you just snap a picture of any insect and it tells you exactly what it is. So I took a picture because I was like, I think this is a tomato hornworm, but I'm not sure. It it was like that long, right? It's huge. Um, It was almost three inches long. So I snapped a picture of it and it turns out it was actually a Luna moth caterpillar. Do you know what a Luna moth is? Yeah. They're like these big, beautiful, gorgeous, huge green moths, right? They only live for four days and then they don't eat. They have no mouth because they get all of their nutrition as a caterpillar. And then they just lay eggs and die, right? So anyway, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So we put it into a a clear jar, like a, you know, we put, um, cheesecloth over the top. So it had air and we figured out from that app what it eats. We went outside, we identified the trees, you know, so we could figure out what leaves it would eat, put it into there. Within a day, it built a cocoon. Like it was just, you know, so it's in a cocoon now and the cocoon is up against the clear glass. So in for the first two days, that thing was like moving around in that cocoon. I'm like, I thought that these like hibern I didn't know what happens in a cocoon like I'm I'm thinking it like hibernates right so it was like moving around moving around then it stops moving around on day three it stays in a cocoon for three weeks and all of this like fluid came out so the girls are like mom it's dead like it's bleeding I'm like I don't think it's dead because like it's done all the right things so I researched it and did you know I had no idea I was so blown away by this that when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon, its body disintegrates and it goes down to like its 50 like core cells and then it regenerates a whole entire new body and all of its systems from like 50 cells. I thought like the wings came out, like I thought the body stayed the same and like the wings popped. I mean, what was I thinking? (laughs) I was wrong. I love that you said that. Because I saw some meme about a caterpillar ha- becoming a big pile of goo yes. before it becomes before it becomes a butterfly, and I really didn't like comprehend that because I didn't totally understand like what was really happening. That's so cool. You know, when you're a baby in utero and you only have a few cells, and everything grows from those cells, the caterpillar does that. Like it goes back to that those cells. Oh my! Like they're God. stem cells. There's like nothing left. And then it just regrows. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. What? Like, how come I didn't learn this in school? (laughs) This is is it, Jess. This is it. I did. I want to know this. I want to like be at play in this world again, because there's like all this crazy cool stuff. (laughs) Wow. It's really incredible. So now we've got to wait three weeks. I have a picture I'll show you guys. We have to wait three weeks for Luna is what I named the caterpillar, obviously, obviously, (laughs) to see if it actually, you know, regrows and everything. But I just, I was really blown away. That is so cool. (laughs) As you can imagine. And then I also learned from the picture of this app that I have a witch hazel. I have witch hazel bushes growing everywhere, which I didn't comprehend that witch hazel was like a bush. I didn't know that was a bush either. Right. All from this app. Wow. That is so cool. And actually, I think on the app, it saves all the pictures that you take. So let's see if. Yeah. Thank you for t- saying those apps. Oh, I'm it's picture insect. Insect, this. Yeah. picture insect. Okay. Um, let me see here. What? Wait, say that again. Picture, picture insect. insect. And picture insect. Again. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where is the ones? Okay. Yeah. So this is Luna when she was inside the little, she's three inches long. Okay. So that's really, yeah. and this is what a Luna moth looks like. Whoops. It's like the most beautiful moth it ever. It's beautiful. Huge. It's huge. So that's that's what's going to happen to Luna. She's going to turn to so that. Yes. Right? How cool is that? We had one of those on our garage for a few days. It was just yeah. staying there. I didn't know that it only lived for four days. And then it was yeah. gone one day. But Yeah, just lives for four days. All it does is turns into a moth. It goes through all of that just so it can mate. <laughs> and then it wow. dies. <laughs> wow. I honestly... 
the details in this world blow my mind. Like those kind of things that we just have no idea are even happening all the time. I I saw a moth the other day and actually, I think I had posted it on, it was actually a couple months ago. I posted it on Facebook, but it, I've never seen a moth like it. I've never seen anything like it. It was, it looked like a moth, but it also had, it had like a tail that w- was almost scorpion-like. Like went, yeah, <laughs> you can, I'll have to find the picture again to show you. But then the front of it, it had like, instead of like just little like feelers, it looked like koala bear, little claw, like <laughs> Wait, so what claws. is it? It's a type of moth. It was a, a spotted, I have to look it up. It was a type of moth. But I was like, it's a, like a koala bear moth scorpion. Like, what is this? <laughs> and the other thing is that it was, it's like this big, right? So it's like small, but all these little features made me think of these other creatures. And it attached itself to my foot. Like it was like gripping my foot with these little koala feet. <laughs> I was like, you where did you come from? You were the coolest things. Like the They do have people. like grippies on their feet though, because when I put this one into the jar, you know, I put it onto like a stick to like move it. And it just like was hanging onto that stick for dear life. I'm like, how is it hanging onto the stick? Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. The the details. That's something that I, <laughs> is everything okay over there? I feel like there's like, I'm hearing a noise. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, good. There's nothing. I'm expecting to see like an animal up there. I'm like manifesting moths in my office. <laughs> yeah. This, I think this is the stuff that I'm really excited about with homeschooling is to just like investigate. Mm-hmm. All the things, all the things, just go exploring, see what we find. It's really cool. It's all, I mean, this, like, it's all connected, right? Like the curriculum yeah. is all connected. It's all clutter. It's all connected. It's all, <laughs> everything's connected. That integrated approach to life. That's, I mean, I learned that at a progressive school, right? That's, mm-hmm. it makes so much sense. It's everything is connected to everything else. Like to isolate one thing and teach that seems kind of silly, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly think it took me like really, really a big part of my life to even realize how integrated everything was. Yes. Because it was so, it was always so, you know, like separated and blocked out in like how you think about the subjects and how you um, think about concepts, but they're all, they're all so integrated. Just, yeah, like you said, it's all connected. All connected. Does anybody have anything to share in the comments? Tammy's funny. She says, I need my body regenerated. Just cocoon up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our, I bodies, our bodies are pretty amazing too. The the way that our, I mean, and I, I talk about this with the brain, but just the way that our brain, re, we can rewire our, our brain and how the thought processes work. And all of our cells are like that. All of them are. Like you can, whatever direction you start, doing anything with your body it really is just like regenerating it all i so i was into skincare well i still am a little bit but i was into skincare selling it for a while and some and i'm really into the science behind stuff so one of the things that i learned was that we have like a new face every month because the cells (laughs) the way that they slough off and new ones grow we have like whole brand new cells every single month our body is so cool everything in this world is so cool I heard a comedian once do a little chat, do a little talk about like a skit about (laughs) how it must be so exhausting for women to carry around all their art supplies and repaint that same canvas every (laughs) single day. (laughs) That's why I don't do makeup. I'm in a skincare, not makeup. (laughs) I just can't. It's it's like pointless to me, the, 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 the repetitiveness of it. He's like, no wonder women go crazy. They're just repainting that same canvas over and over and over again. Accurate. Oh, my God. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> Aaron, and I heard that every 35 days, cells change. Yeah. There you yeah, go. That's, it does. Uh, skin cells in particular, it's, in particular, it's, it's um, it moves to the surface, like to that top surface. So then you, and then they slough off and the new ones are coming up, the new baby cells. And that's what's always causing that regeneration. But I know that all of our cells do that same type of process. So neat. It is so cool. <laughs> We're pretty amazing people. <laughs> yeah. In an amazing world. <laughs> 
Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amy says she came back from a rough doctor's appointment. Amy, I'm very sorry to hear that major yeah. argument with your doctor. That's very stressful. That is stressful. Sending you lots of hugs, yeah. virtual hugs. So it's the uh, Labor Day weekend is coming up. Mm -hmm. Are you going to work? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, we have to, we need to celebrate my son's um, birthday that didn't get celebrated last weekend. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's, it's on the schedule. Hopefully. Awesome. I have to make sure we've got some, some, um, some difficulty in, it's been really hard to plan a party for a 10 year old boy who wanted to do things like Nerf gun wars with his friends because he's currently on crutches. No, no. <laughs> Finding any, anything that will work is just like, no, that's not going to work. No, that's going to work. This has been really difficult. So hopefully we found a solution trying to do it on Monday. Oh but man, crutches are the worst. He's, he's on crutches right now because it started hurting again, but he's got something uh, with his bone in his foot. The biggest thing is that he's in a boot. So he's, um, he was on crutches for like two weeks. Right now, it's kind of like if it's hurting, he's using crutches. If it's not, he can just walk in the boot. Still very limiting and still can't really play on it. And he's very active. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. no, that's not easy. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? I hadn't really thought about it, actually. Working? <laughs> Since you asked me. <laughs> I should probably not work, but it's hard to not work when you own your own business and you get emails all the time. And, you know, you know, what so. are your, what are your boundaries you've set up around that? Zero. I have none. <laughs> we should talk about that. Okay. Actually, ooh, 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 wait, I do have, I just, I created one new boundary yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I have this amazing virtual assistant, Joanne. She is phenomenal, like mm -hmm. incredible. I mean, she's really good, right? Joanne, if you're watching, you're <laughs> um, Actually, I think when I post now, it has like her name and whatever. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. So I had her set up. She's been like doing a lot of my correspondence because I get messages and messages and messages and messages mm -hmm. everywhere, all over the place. Like, actually, that's been one of the hardest things for me is that there's no streamline for messages to come in, right? They go to mm -hmm. I have multiple email addresses. I have multiple social media spots. I mean, things like people, because we send out text message reminders for our calls and stuff, people can text. Now, it doesn't go to my phone. It goes to, like to an online system. But there's just like a million different ways that people reach out to me. And it's nearly impossible to keep up with all of it. So Joanne helps me with that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just had her set up like an automatic response to my emails that says I don't check my email on the weekend. So she's turning it on at two o'clock today and she's turning it off at 6 a.m. on Monday morning. And every weekend she's going to do that. So that is like a boundary. That's a good boundary. That's so I don't good boundary. obligated to read. Because then also there's a lot, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about the business behind the business like no I, I feel like when people reach out normally they not everyone but normally the messages that I get are not kind or positive right I get a lot of negative which is okay this is like part of running a business and in any job there is some amount of negativity right mm -hmm. but I feel like when it's like you know, when somebody's reaching out to you, they haven't seen you, they haven't met you, and they're you're, they're just buying a product on the internet, which is sketchy to begin with. I will say, like most of the products I've purchased on the internet, I'm like, this is probably a scam. I mean, that's just like a feeling that I have, right? So other people have the same feeling about my products, which I get. Um, but they reach out. So first of all, I get messages all night long. I mean, you know, it's not like <laughs> there's no thought that like, oh, this is an actual person who, you know, probably doesn't want to receive a message in the middle of the night, which is fine because I, I turn off everything. So I don't get, you know, mm -hmm. don't actually get them until the morning. But I don't know where I was going with this. I get messages all night long. They're not necessarily I mean, some messages are very kind. A lot of them are not kind because um, I don't think people realize they're talking to a human, right? That this mm -hmm. is like a real person with mm -hmm. like a real business. So 
it just it it's I try and I'm I'm trying much harder to protect myself from those messages because even though they're not personal, they feel personal, right? Like this is like this is my like everything. <laughs> like, you have, you like, have to protect your energy. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Around things like this. What are some of the things that so so putting that boundary in place of um the auto responses is really good. Do you have like do you, do you have personal boundaries around like when you let yourself look at things or if you let yourself look at things? I mean, <laughs> well, and here's the other thing is I can only put auto responses in so many spots, right? So I can auto response on my email, but I can't auto response on like other stuff. I mean, like, so um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying part. Okay. So boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> with my job um it's a little i feel like it's different when you own your own business okay yeah. like if i whenever i worked for other people i had no problem turning off that email turning off saying i'm not working i'm not doing this this is you know but for me i don't it's much much more difficult because this is my own business it still is not profitable yet right like i mean i bring in income but it's not like I, I don't pay myself yet. So I have to get to that. I have this stress over me. Like if I don't start paying myself like pretty soon, you know, I have to stop. I have to just like stop. Um, but I think I will. I mean, like I, I, it's everything's going in the right direction, but it's like I never understood what it meant to be like an entrepreneur until I did this, like to really, I never really understand what understood what it meant because it's your lifeline. It's your, like, this is, this is your lifeline. You pour so much into it. And the idea of like not being there to make sure that it's going in the right direction is it's petrifying. Um, so yeah. there's, <laughs> yeah. No? Yeah. So it's like all the built-in fears. Yeah. I mean, and it's, there's no question that I should put more strict boundaries around it, but once my kids go back to school, then I'll also have a better, there's, there's boundary issues abound. Okay. <laughs> boundary issues abound. For all of us. For all of us. This You are not alone in that. <laughs> boundaries are one of the hardest concepts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But like working from home. Okay. Is really difficult because you're constant. There's even when you put up all of the things to like stop the interruptions, they still come in. And I really think that in addition to people emailing me and whatever that I don't know, people that I do know also don't understand that when I'm working, I'm working because you're home, mm -hmm. right? So it's like this whole other thing, you know, like your family, they understand you're working, but they don't understand that you're working <laughs> in your house. So yeah, it's tough, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, I've never been so motivated to do something in my life, right? I've never like been so invested in something ever. I've never given this much to another job. I've always given a lot to the jobs that I've had, but never like this. I mean, mm -hmm. And I, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't change it, but I do need to adjust some things. Yeah. Yeah. So what's something that you could do right now that's simple and easy and makes it feel lighter? Well, it doesn't really feel heavy. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> this is like a, it's not a, a negative. It's just, it is, the, is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Working from home with kids can be so hard. It is. Um, so yeah. So I have my email thing going out now. So yeah. if you email me this weekend, you will get a response that says, I don't look at my email on the weekends. Right. <laughs> and that's a big relief for me because that's like starting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. If someone, Teresa says, I knew a guy that would turn on a red light outside his door if it was on under no circumstance was anyone to come in. <laughs> yeah. I've had to, I've had to figure out some, I had a little bit of qualms about like, can I homeschool my kids and continue, you know, building um, a thriving life coaching business? There was some, there was some question there. <laughs> yeah. But, 
but it's um this summer was kind of a test and it's honestly gonna be just fine it's really it is about how you mentally approach things too because a lot of the a lot of the stuff that is like add stress is the way in which you think about the things that are happening um and I don't know, you know, what it looks like exactly for you. But for me, it looks like if my son walks in and interrupts me, even though there's a red sign outside the door that tells him not to, <laughs> it's how I'm still able to be like, still cool and chill and calm. It's like, it's okay, you need to leave. This, <laughs> these are the boundaries, but I'm not gonna, you know, get myself all riled up about it. That's one of the things for me. I, th I think, you know, the more that I've like thought about all of this as this last year and a half or two years now has unfolded is what I, I mean, I don't actually believe that you can separate your work life and your home life, especially if you are me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I don't think that that is possible. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of the reason that I started working for, well, there's so many reasons I started this business, but like working for myself is because I didn't want to have to have that constant work versus home. Like I didn't want that separation all the time because I found that to be very, very stressful. Like, mm -hmm. you know, when I was at work, I couldn't do stuff that needed to get done at home or I would have to leave work and charge time to like take the kids places and do all, you know, whatever that was, because it doesn't matter. Like you're still a mom. I mean, mm -hmm. you'll have to drive your kids all over the place. So like that was something that was super stressful to me. And I hated that there was no like negotiation there, right? There was no wiggle room there. So that's been a positive. And, and I think like moving forward, work is never going to look the same as it ever has in the past, right? And everyone's been working remote now, or a lot of people have things like business is different. Family life is different. And for me, I want to ultimately, and that's what I've been trying to do this year incorporate my family into my business and vice versa. Right. So like yeah. if the kids come in, it's okay. Like here, sit here, Stella and talk, yeah. to, you know, like, so, you know, I want the kids to see me like ha being able to do have flexibility with both, but there had, it's like, it is stressful still. Right. Like in a different way, like it mm -hmm. is, there needs to be boundaries. So I don't know. It's, it's refiguring out how to live life yeah. when it's all one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's like really, it's really fun too to try and figure it out because we get to just make the rules that we want to have. Like we don't have to sit and just be like, oh, this is another reason that I'm doing homeschooling. I, I want to make my own rules. <laughs> like, don't tell me. Don't tell don't me, tell me I have to leave the place at a certain time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so like, don't tell me when I have to wake up and don't tell me when I have to pick up my kids. Um, yeah. So we get to just make it, we can, we get to make it be whatever we want. Like I can, we can be so flexible and so um, just like it can, there's, it can literally be whatever. There's nobody telling yeah. us anything that we have to do and we get to make that be whatever we want it to look like. And I think that a lot of the stressors do kind of come from these built-in preconceptions about what we're supposed to totally like you're like supposed, supposed to have to like, you know, yeah. hours that you work. And I can see how that could be beneficial. <laughs> but when you have your kids home from school and you have construction at your house and you have, you know, <laughs> well, and also that's kind of like a, a thing that was built in with the industrial revolution. That's not how everything has always been. Like right. these, these set hours and these ways. And also this is another cool thing that I've learned the the work hour system is very much was very much created for like men and male um the ways that their bodies can do day by day because women's hormone cycles are totally different than men's so like a men i heard this the other day it was so fascinating to me a man's hormone cycle um, is every 24 hours. So he might have like a small part of the day that's kind of a low period or a down period. And then it's just like recharged and back up and ready for the next day. Whereas a woman might have like four to six days of low energy and, and this like down kind of feelings. And so we're not built for that factory setting of work. So 
entrepreneurship is like the is the revolution i think especially for women because it's absolutely it's wide open possibilities absolutely wow. and you know what this is it's i had a an interesting so i have coaches that i've been training and that work in my groups now they're amazing you know allison um but you know and so whenever i do a program like i kind of put it out there like you know who wants to help out with this who wants to be a part of this whatever and so uh, we have conversations where somebody's like, well, I feel like I haven't done my part, you know, because life has been crazy or whatever. And like the thing that I love the most about working with other moms is like, it's like whack-a-mole, right? When one person's down, the other ones just pop up and help out. <laughs> somebody else gets whacked down. And like, there's more that just like pop up and help out. And that, that's like, that's what I want is that you don't have to do it like nine to five like, you know, I will never, ever ask anyone to like, please like the, work now, like screw that work when yeah. you can do your best work. Right. Yes. It's hard for me to articulate how, like how things go with my work life balance, because I will have like a whole week where I'm so into whatever I'm doing and so focused on getting a project done that I work on it like 12 hours a day. But then I have other weeks where there's so much other stuff going on that I don't, I'm not really, you know. So to quantify like working hours is it's it's hard to do. It's, it's kind of absurd for me. Right. It's like yeah. like do you have boundaries around it? Yes and no. I mean, because I do have some weeks where I do very little, but I have a lot of weeks where I do a lot. But it's not like I can't really change that, I don't think. And I don't think that needs to fit. I think it's that's that's the key, is like you know your own rhythms and you know your own ways of working because I'm very much a project person too. So I, I mean, I, I had um, graphic design and photography double major in, in college. And that's what I, I was always projects and I could just dive into the projects and just lose myself in it. That's not work. That's actually just so enjoyable and so much fun, which I think is like, this is where we're tapping into the magic of what work can really look like. And it doesn't need to look like these structured days and times. Right. And I have to always remind myself though, still like, this is what I'm trying to create, like is mm -hmm. something different, right? Like it's not, it's not nine to five. It's not, it's something that works for me, but then I always am like justifying it out. And I should really stop doing that because that's, that's the only, that's the only problem that I see. Yeah. <laughs> There's no need to justify this. It's just, what do you want? And, and what do you want in your life? Yeah. It doesn't have to match any preconceived notions. Right. It doesn't have to match any preconceived notion. If you want to work on Labor Day, that's what it's for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I think, I think we women need to like change the landscape for work because it doesn't, the way that it's set up does not work for us and we need to rethink it and we need to stop judging other people for overworking or underworking or whatever. Just judge, right. Stop judging in general. I think right. all <laughs> humankind. Judging is the wrong word. Stop perpetuating the myth yes. that nine to five is the like time that you work. Yes. That it doesn't work anyone. What about when kids go to school at seven o'clock in the morning and are home at two freaking 30? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. what are you supposed to do then? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> this was good. This we laughed much more today. This was good. We did. <laughs> we started with small earlobes and we ended with, you know, Labor Day labor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need a name for this episode. Who wants to help us out? We covered a lot of topics. Wait, I know we covered so much as usual. I'm always like, what did we talk about? It was like like 20 things. <laughs> you do you. That's a good one. You do you. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, Allison, well, I mean, I'm really happy to hear. Ooh, where did that echo come from? I don't hear one. Do you hear an echo? I don't hear one. Okay, I'm just going to talk anyway because it's the end of our broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy to hear that homeschooling so far has been a net positive for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure it will be very chock full of ups and downs. And I will have <laughs> so many new illustrations to bring here. <laughs> You're like Luna. I love that. There's <laughs> <laughs> our name. <laughs> You're <Earlobe> Luna. <laughs> oh, funny.
Well, this was lovely as always. Um, yeah, keep yeah, keep doing yeah, it. Exactly. All right, it was lovely as always. And next week, uh, same time, same place, same show. Still no name. Still no name. <laughs> Probably never will be one because now it's kind of got a little bit of an affection for it. <laughs> exactly. And to all of our users who actually signed in and listened to us live, once again, we so appreciate you. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Everybody who listens later, thank you for spending some time <laughs> with us. We enjoy And if you listen, listen to us on one of those podcast aggregators, if you're on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or YouTube, do what you're supposed to do. This is what I'm saying at the end of all my podcasts now. Do what you're supposed to do. Like, subscribe, review, share, help us out. <laughs> help these mamas out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. For thank being you. Have a great long weekend, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>